Ramble. Pretty basic. Let's get it, friends. Let's get it, homies. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Pretty Basic. We are in the studio. We kind of look like a little gender reveal right now. Oh my God. He or she, what will it be? What will it be? And when I threw Shane and Lily's gender reveal, I don't remember where that was. Oh, I think they put that on like the balloon signage or something. And Ollie and I the whole day were like, he or she, what will it be? And we still do it all the time. Oh my God, that's so funny. But um, hi, we're back. (laughs) She didn't think it was actually funny. Oh my God, that's so funny. Anyways. That's one of my problems. I really do think it's funny. Thank you so much. No, it's just that chuggy like slogan saying. Like a good Pinterest. Like a live, laugh, love. A Canva. I found it on Canva. I think that's where I found it. I love Canva. What's some of the best ones? Live, laugh, love. I feel like, let me look them up. No, those are two different things though. But I'm just like. like, Two different, like you can't put he or she, what will it be with yeah live just, laugh love but it just reminds me love of- lives here <laughs> okay <laughs> anything you can find at oh but first coffee anything you can find at home goods i feel like live laugh love is on that no he or she what will it be is so much cuter than live laugh love life happens wine helps yes <laughs> yes why not oh my god i love going to home goods and reading them this one i was like trying to like read it and it goes it's just proud to be chooky <laughs> true Okay, wait, this is so fun. When life gives you lemons, add salt and tequila. Oh, I lo- what did you Google? I just looked up chuggy signs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you go to Home Goods and read any sign there, it'll be home, so good. Home, home. Oh my God. Um, be bold. Like the chuggy people got a hold of the word chuggy and now it's become chugalicious. Chugalicious, Dev. I kind of like that. Wow. Well, welcome back, you guys. We are here. I know last week we did the first ever deleted episode. <gasps> and I have to say, you guys loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't come out yet. Come Thank out. you so much for all the warm <laughs> wishes and love on last week's episode. Um, it's giving um, so many people requested this video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know everyone's been asking about my skincare routine. No. So we have held that episode. It did go up. Hopefully you guys liked it. We actually had a different episode recorded but for specific issues we're not able to uh, release it now Mm -hmm. but hopefully in the near future it will be able to come out it totally will it will for sure and I I did a little intro for that video but I just have to say here and apologize for how much I was being a little sassy little thing um I don't remember but it's okay perfect anyways (laughs) welcome back to pretty basic today we're in the studio and I'm just so excited to be here but I also I wanted to do a little check-in. Okay. In all seriousness, I know you're exhausted right now. Oh my God. I'm currently operating with um, maybe like 5%. So I apologize. I feel like I am floating. I'm hallucinating right now. So I'm sorry. I'm trying to bring it right now for the episode, but um, yeah, no sentence is going to be a complete proper sentence today. I was going to say, we can do a chill episode and like turn down the lights and get cozy, but you might fall asleep. Turn down the (laughs) lights. Yeah, I would love that. Let's do it. I would fall asleep. Yeah, actually, no, keep the lights on. One day we will. Um, But yeah, I am very tired. I'm going to need you to guide the convo because. Oh, I'm guiding it. Oh my God. I've always wanted to do this. Okay. (laughs) How are you really doing, Remy? (laughs) (gasps) Well, first of all, I'm exhausted. Let me back it up, though. Thank you for asking. It really goes well with our merch, which you can get at prettybasic.com. We have some How Are You, How Are You Really merch. Very cute. Mm -hmm. Um, But on the outside, 
I feel as though I look like I'm doing well. No, you look great. Thank you so much. On the like, inside, I'm not doing well. The hair, the glam, like you look great. Like you honest, I look like I got less sleep than you, I feel like. <laughs> no, you look amazing. No, I walked in a hot mess. It's so hot outside. The boob sweat is boob sweating. It's and hot. The bangs are not banging. It's like a hundred degrees today. I'm looking as though I'm doing okay on the outside. On the inside, I'm not doing so hot. But I feel like that is the point of asking, how are you? How are you really? Because mm-hmm. everybody says, fine, I'm good. But to inside, we might not be doing fine or good. And I myself am not doing fine or good. In the past week, I have lost my childhood dog. I know. I forgot. I know. It's okay. I mean, I'm such a bad friend. No, you were there for me when it happened. I know, but I like completely forgot about it. It's okay. It's totally fine. But I, I was like, do I talk about this on YouTube or not? I was like, I don't know. It's kind of like random news for people that don't care but then I was thinking I was like her name was Lila big lie she um I got her when I was in eighth grade and I started my YouTube channel when I was in like 10th grade so obviously I was like I don't know if anybody's still watching from the beginning but if they were then you know big lie she passed away peacefully in her sleep but it was my first dog that I've ever lost and obviously I had like Henry, my turtle and like snakes and things but losing a dog obviously is like very very different so that sucked but she's in a better place i have to say like the saddest thing my mom took her to be cremated and she took her oh my god i'm gonna cry just talking about this she took her to the cremation place because she wanted to make sure it was done like as soon as possible and just you know lila was resting peacefully and so she said she took her there and parked under the shade and held her paw and told her to wait for her like she called me like i cried i know i'm doing better now and i she lived a long life she lived 15 years she had 15 amazing years she ate so many chocolate cakes in her lifetime she was a little food piggy as am I. She would just like eat everything in sight. And like, I, I, don't, I don't know if I ever told you this. Chocolate story? Yes. Did, oh I, did I say that story here? I think you did a long time I'm ago. sure I did, but I'll just, this one's for Lila. She was an evil genius. I remember when like swaps were really big back in the day on YouTube, mm-hmm. like you would, um, you know, have a friend who was a YouTuber in like a, an international country or somewhere else and you would do a swap. So like I did the swap with this girl named Emily Canham, who is still making content. Emily, I love yes. Emily. Oh, she's iconic. And this was like 2010, maybe it was, oh no, no, maybe like 2012. It was forever ago though. And so she was so nice. She still is so nice, but we did a swap and um, I obviously like bought her a bunch of American treats and things. So I got her like Skittles, Hershey's, just like things that to us seem so normal, but obviously somewhere else it's a little bit foreign. Mm. So I got her like a whole box of stuff and she made me a whole box in the UK and then we shipped it to each other. But I remember with mine, there were so many issues with the like custom situation. Mm. So there were like, it was delayed. I remember it got sent back to me at one point. I tried to send it again. I felt so horribly because hers got to me with no problem. So she sent me this giant box, but I was waiting for her to get hers. And she was so nice and patient. And I still feel badly to this Mm. day that it took so long. And hers came so quickly that I just sat it by the front door for like a weeks on end while she was waiting to get hers. And so it just sat there for weeks. I didn't think anything of it. I didn't know it was inside, obviously either. It's a surprise. We ended up going on vacation and we packed up the car and my aunt was going to watch Lila while we were gone. And she 
was going to be like an hour later after we left though, which obviously you could just leave it for an hour. So I remember we packed up the car. We made it like halfway down the street and my mom was like, oh shoot, I forgot my phone. So we turned around. By the time we got back in the house, Lila had ripped open the box, <laughs> ate all the chocolate inside, all the candy inside and ruined the package. But also I was like, what a devious little devil. Well, she waited until she knew we packed our suitcases and we were leaving. Oh no, she was pissed. She was ready. And, she waited. And the box was there how long? Weeks? Weeks. <laughs> she knew she was waiting. So she was a little evil genius. I love her so much. I miss her dearly. She's my sister. And that was rough. And then right now I'm operating on like two hours of sleep. Oh, I also threw my back out with you yesterday. No, I thought you were actually <laughs> joking when I tell you. Sorry to interrupt, but like you just like lean down and then you like it looked like a dance move. Like you were like a <laughs> body roll. Yeah. And then she like snapped and she's like, my back just spasmed. I was like, that was a spasm. My like low vertebrae spasm. So right now I'm in a lot of pain. And then <laughs> yesterday my brother went into surgery for this issue that the issue that he was having with his back in the morning. And obviously he has a new baby, which adds a whole level of complexities. My mom went over super early in the morning to uh, go take care of the baby. And I think she got there at like four 30 in the morning. So she was up early, was with the baby all day my brother got out of surgery and was home by like noon and then by six we were hanging out right when my back spasmed yeah. maybe it was like the universe yeah. telling me something was wrong I checked my phone and he had like a major complication with the surgery so we had to go back to the ER he had called my mom to come over and and watch the baby again but she was already so tired my dad had to drive her and then I started worrying about everyone obviously and so he had to go back to the ER find out that he had to go back under again to get surgery again I didn't know you were even later. able to do that I didn't either I mean I've never been in a situation where I've had to go under twice in 20 like I feel like that can't be good it can't be good I don't know I mean I have no idea but he went back under at midnight and I called you at like 11 or so mm -hmm. and I was like I don't know if I'm gonna make it to the studio tomorrow and you were so great and like stepped in she's like I got it I'll do a solo I'll pull someone in she was so nice and my mom wasn't picking up and I knew she'd probably fall asleep because she was so yeah. tired so I started packing my bags and then Shane called me and Lily was crying and they were freaking out because they're like we don't want to bother your mom but obviously like she's tired and yeah. you know so I was like don't worry I'm already going so I packed up my bags went over there I already knew that mom's dad's parental figures are absolute superheroes. Holy fucking shit. How do like single parents, parents, a duo of parents, mm -hmm. single parents, how do they do it? Also working jobs. Like I already knew obviously like it's gotta be hard. I had one night, I, that was enough birth control for me <laughs> for like a decade. Wait, so Shane and Lily obviously were at the hospital. They were at the hospital. He got surgery again for the second time at midnight. So you went to help your mom watch the baby. Yes, I got there at midnight and the baby was sleeping and he's so cute. Oh. Also, I've never, I don't know if I've said his name, his name's Holden and Holden was sleeping, he was so cute. And then I was texting Lily and she was so worried obviously. He's only two and a half months. Yeah. And so that's, it's, that's a lot on you who just gave birth two and a half months ago. And so she gave me all these instructions and I was trying to help my mom, but I ended up not being much help, honestly. I was more of like moral support. No, just knowing you're there. Wait, was, was your trying. mom shocked when you were there? Yeah, she was just like, what are you doing here? She didn't want me there because I know she like, she's someone who doesn't like to ask for help. Yeah. And I was like, too bad, I'm here, so yeah. put me to work. But then she, I told her to go to bed and I just kind of stood there at the baby and I was like, what do I do? <laughs> 
like act like I I truly didn't no, know. I wouldn't know no I know and I felt so inept because I'm like I'm the older sister and I have no idea what to do and so Lily was so sweet and she was oh, she was a superstar she um Shane was in surgery she was like I'm in the car I'm watching a movie I'm just waiting for them to tell me that I can go in and see him I'll give you all these instructions go to the kitchen the instructions are there and like walked me through everything and like was already obviously anxious about Shane and anxious about leaving the baby oh so God. she was a superhero and I was up every two hours to feed him my mom helped a lot too again but I really wanted to just like try and help her because yeah. she was doing so much um but yeah we were up every two hours he's also like already doing so much better I'm sure if parents are listening to this you know they're smiling like haha like I, this is like you get it now. you know they're the parents you know we don't get it well you know like when you are I'm sure like when I'm a mom they're gonna be like oh just wait for this yes. like I can wait <laughs> I understand it's a, a lick of it now but I was up at 1 30 6 30 8 and that's like my mom was like that was a wonderful night I was like you're like that was wonderful <laughs> I barely slept because even when he was sleeping I was too scared to like knock out like, because yeah. I was worried I was like well what if he doesn't cry loud enough and I don't hear him and he needs me so yeah it was a lot I commend all parents parental figures you are superheroes I, I can't do it again no I remember the first time I like not was watching a kid but basically it was like watching a kid I just mm -hmm. remember thinking like the universe lets this happen like why like how am I allowed to do this yeah I don't feel like I'm an adult yeah no <laughs> like, and we're yeah. not like we're not no. we are but we're not <laughs> we are but we're not and I, I know it's so different when you have your own kids yeah. and you know I, I know that's completely different but yeah even even when we were in Japan and I was watching Yuka's kids um with Ashley I remember I was like I don't know what I'm doing no and like also I know parents don't technically know what they're doing either and like that's like the so much stress of it but I props to all of them also with an infant I mean I I would babysit as a kid and I was like a nanny sometimes but like they were usually like older five yeah, yeah three or older so no, with like an infant you got to watch the neck. You got to be careful. He can't lay on his back too long. He can't be on his stomach too long. He can't be head flattening. I'm just like, there's so many things and they Especially can't do now. anything. Yeah. Like I knew they can't do it, but they can't do anything. I know this like people, parents are laughing at me right now that oh this is like the craziest no, a thing. A thousand percent. But also I don't, I forget. I don't, I don't think you did either. Hmm. Did you grow up with like no. babies? This you is know, the no. first time I've ever been around an infant for this long. Okay. So this is why we're friends because I, I too haven't. And like, I never had extended family with, I was always the baby of the family, yeah. even extended family. So, yeah. and I don't live close to other family who, you know, they have kids and stuff, but yeah. I never, we've never grown up with. Yeah. It's just Shane and I. PB babysits. We should start a, actually we should not start a babysitting. <laughs> but okay. Here's the thing. As I was driving over here, I was thinking, I was like, don't want a kid anytime soon. And this was a, it, you know what? I saw him a few days ago and I only saw him for an hour. And then I took myself to Starbucks because I worked so You're hard. Like, I'm not tired. And I, I need a break. But like, that's the beauty of being an aunt. I can leave when I want. I can come when I want. Oh yeah. But obviously in a dire situation. And I left that situation being like, oh my God, I want a kid so badly. After last night, I'm like, I am good. But I know if it came down to it and I got pregnant and I wanted to keep it, I would absolutely step up. Like mm -hmm. I know that for sure. Oh, but I was just like, whoa last night your life truly is changed forever mm -hmm. like forever even something as dumb as this but like i'll scroll on my tiktok all night long mm -hmm. because i have no responsibilities other than myself and the dogs mm -hmm. and even cal's but sat with me 
more than I do it. <laughs> but like, you know, I don't have the leisure to, I didn't have the leisure to scroll on my phone because if he was sleeping, I was like, okay, I got to get as much sleep as I possibly can right yeah. now because he's going to wake up again soon. And then my, like my life was revolving around him for one night. Again, commend the parents. Oh my That's God, all I can say. Single parents. No, I know. That's what my mom and I are talking about. And I know your like, priorities just change. Like I know it's just something snaps and you're like, you know what? My priorities are completely different. I don't care about xyz i'm sure it's hard too because you always hear a lo- some moms not all of them but some moms struggle when they get older of being like wow i feel like i've lost myself how do yeah. i find myself again and i can't imagine how you don't low-key lose yourself a little bit because you basically like you're living you drop everything yeah. to care for a baby or even two especially again if you're a single parent like that's it's so much and it's like you you step up and you prioritize and that is incredible and again you are a superhuman but also it doesn't make it any easier like i i truly am baffled what i hate so much is when i hear other people who are single and don't have kids and they bash on moms or like being like oh my god i'll never let myself like lose myself after having a kid or like they say my life's gonna change but like i'm still gonna care about work or like and i'm like one unless you experience it you just don't know Mm -hmm. why are you shitting on other people like Mm -hmm. why are you making it about like oh my god it's not about you pisses me (laughs) off so much and i'm like hello this person just had a brought human life into the world Mm -hmm. like they brought life into the world. No, I completely agree. That's, it's like, it blows my mind. I mean, I will say it has gotten better. I feel like just with social media and being able to see like, you know. Things that we don't people. say anymore. And yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is so embarrassing. But recently I had no idea things about birth that I had no idea about until I got older or just it was talked about more. I love scrolling on TikTok and like seeing like birth things and like all that stuff. I find it so fascinating. When you were in health class, did they make you watch a live birth video? Oh, no. <gasps> oh, we've talked about this. Yeah. That's right. My school never did anything like that. Because it like, was just abstinence, right? It was like, oh, yeah. That, did not, no, don't even have sex. We don't even need to think I about mean, giving birth. I mean, if you were birth. married, obviously it's fine. Uh, <laughs> Obviously. Okay. But yeah, we never had like crazy like videos we had to watch I or anything like birth. that. That's great. I would have loved But that. I blacked it out. I can't, re- I just remember being scared. Oh my God. I had no idea how bad like pushing out the placenta is. That's a lot of people describe that as worse pain than actually giving birth. I think about often how you are not going to get an epidural and I worry for you because shoot me the fuck up. Here's the thing. I cannot say what I'm going to do and everyone has a different story. Everyone is so, everyone can do whatever they want. I don't care if people want an epidural or not. I just know the fact that if my mother didn't have one and she's like, like, I'm just, my competition in me is like, I just want to try not to have it. But I know an hour in, I'm going to be like, stab me. Yeah. <laughs> well, also I know everybody has a birth plan and like most of the time the birth plan does not yes. go as plan. Well, for like so many reasons. Oh other my than God. Just that. Even like, even C-section, I just want a healthy baby and like whatever Absolutely. that takes. But, um, well, God forbid though, I think, I think it was Cal's mom. Someone's mom that I know said no epidural and then it was like i want it and they're like it's too late too late yes so I that too i'm no just no i will be I've ready you, i've told you i don't know if i told pretty basic this before but or maybe i have i still want my mom to come on because literally like she has so many amazing stories but so she had ashley first obviously and when she had me I came so quick. Like literally she was like, oh, I'm having some cramps. I think I'll drive myself to the hospital, right? My dad's still out in Temecula working like a good hour away, okay? So she literally just drives herself, do, 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 do. And I know it's so different when you have a second kid or like multiple. Like, they, they just, just like come slide out. out. Yeah. Like, yeah. So she gets there and the front desk is like, hi, how can we help you? She's like, oh, you know, I, 
I don't know. I think my, I think I might be in labor. I'm not really sure. <laughs> then they go, oh, honey, if you just started feeling contractions, like you have a good, good day or two. And she's like, can I see my nurse or doctor? And they're like, oh, well, your doctor's not in, but this other person is. And she's like, okay, that'd be perfect. Can I wait for them? And they're like, yeah, sure. They literally lay her down. They look, I believe she was at nine centimeters. I fucking Do you kid. push at 10? Yeah, at Holy 10. Holy shit. I fucking kid you. Not. I was like, one, mom, how did you not feel that? Two, she said the second the, their, their eyes got so big and they're like, holy shit, they were running around and people kept checking in like, on her. Like, are you okay? Yeah, like, red, like everything. Red, like, like, where's the doctor? My dad drives an hour in. And she said she was just kind of like laughing because she's like, I just know I have time and like, it'll be fine or yeah. whatever. Something with birth I didn't know is that you start dilating so early or you, I, maybe it's probably situational, but like, I think- Someone in my life started dilating like a month or a few, like three weeks or so early, but like they were at like one or two for like a few weeks. I didn't know it was. <laughs> is, I thought. Is PB smarter than birth anything? We need a gyno like, up in oh here. Oh my God. Or like a, um, a doula. Oh my God. I would love to experience that. I think I would do a home birth. I know that might sound crazy. I think I would. I think everyone should do what they want. Also my friend, she's pregnant right now. She was telling me that her sister-in-law did this, but she did like a birthing center. So it's not in your home, but it's in a center, but it's not a hospital, but they have basically a hospital equipment. Oh, wow. So, and she was like, it's really nice because all my appointments, I can just go lay down on an actual bed and it's like more homey. I, and well, I'm so sorry. When I think of home birth, I think of like um, <laughs> like a movie where the, like a, a pool in the middle of the living room. Oh yeah. That, is that would, like what it is? That's one way to do. I think okay. they have like other things, but her sister-in-law is a nurse and she was like, yeah, I've seen so many things go wrong in the hospitals. Like oh. I, she, the nurse chose to do it at home. Obviously other nurses would choose to do it, whatever. So it's just one perspective, but oh. I just thought it was so interesting. So my whole like explore page on Instagram is like the weirdest shit. Like there's like home births and all this stuff. And I'm like, it's kind of interesting. I personally, I always just thought like it'd be safer to do it at a hospital because you think they're more equipped, but that's an interesting perspective. No, totally. It's just weird how it's like, even that we're allowed to like have a kid in our home. Like, do you know what I mean? Like I, I have high thoughts all the time without being high and I'm just like, let's get my, how does the world let us (laughs) like just have a kid at home? But like, that's natural. That's normal. No. Yeah. Like that is a part of life. Crazy. I know. But BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Back to Shane. Sorry. He's doing well. No, 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 no. I was like, oh, I wonder if they're wondering if he's okay. I don't know if anyone even cares. He's doing fine. Okay. He's doing better. Is But he, like, is he okay? How he's was the second surgery? I think okay. okay. Then there was another complication this morning. So they do, do they know what's going on? Like, is it? I don't know. I was busy ba- watching a baby. <laughs> You're like, um, I don't know. No, I he's, had bottles. He's back home. He's like resting, okay. hopefully. I mean, I think only time will tell, but it's been a week. Oh my God. And then I have other stuff going on, obviously, like with my personal life that has just been adding. So it's just been like a lot, but overall I'm doing okay. 
I got home yesterday though, before any of this like even baby stuff happened. And I was like, when my back was hurting, <laughs> I was leaning down and Cal came down. He was like, are you okay? And I was like, I just feel like a lot of shit's going wrong right now. And that was before you even got the call. Before, I manifested it. No, don't say that. Um, it's okay. Shane's like, Remy, why? I, it's okay. It like, I feel like this is just how life is. Like it ebbs, it flows. Sometimes there's a lull. And that's why Sometimes it's hard when things are good to enjoy that they're good. Agreed. Because I, I know I can be anxious, but it's so hard when life's good to not worry about like, well, what's going to happen? Or yeah. like, oh my God, I'm going to jinx it. And I've been trying to get better when life is good to just appreciate it. Or even if I just have a good day being like, wow, today was good. Like- thank god because we've oh, been for through sure. some you know i like also always think and i've thought this since i was a kid i'm like the most glass half full person that exists and like even when i was a kid and like something went really bad i'd always like i'd always think well tomorrow there's no way tomorrow can be worse so tomorrow's just gonna be better and i've had that mentality since i was a child and i think that every day sometimes obviously it gets worse but that's okay you just gotta think it's gonna get better and if it doesn't then the next day will get better i mean life without hope is very dark <laughs> but i'm home, gonna have that that was a home good life without hope is but who wants to hang that in their house no it's good it's remembering life to have hope is dark yeah so wait i'm sorry no don't be sorry i noticed you were like low energy yesterday (laughs) really i thought we had a wonderful day together oh are you kidding i was i was like i was like oh my god oh at the pod just yeah yeah Yeah. i felt like i was just like i i really fucked up we went on victoria brown's podcast yesterday and i love her oh my god i called her garrick on the thing oh it's fine victoria garrick brown Uh, but we went on her podcast and she was fantastic and the problem with going on other people's podcasts sometimes it's like sometimes you really just nail it and you're like wow that was so good and sometimes you're like that was not my best work and you feel badly because obviously not every podcast of ours is going to be a banger but mm-hmm. it's our podcast that's okay <laughs> when you go on someone else's you're like i only had one shot and yesterday i was low energy but i realized i was just tired so i drank an energy drink at 4 p.m i was like fuck now i'm gonna be up all night but then mm-hmm. the baby needed me. So it's like, so it knew. all worked out. I apologize to Victoria Garrick Brown if I. No, you were fine. You were fine. To make you feel better if you've been having a bad week, I was just talking to a friend yesterday because she was over helping me film. And we were talking about you because I love you so much. And I oh was just God. like, I was like, Rem feels like kind of old Rem to me again. <gasps> like she just, like, something's like you're glowing. Like you just seem like, which is funny because you're saying you had a worst week of your life in a long time. Wait, but that's so nice. No, and I was like, yeah, I should, I should actually tell her that because I've noticed that. Like, I just feel like you, I don't know. I think it's being properly medicated. Me seeing you. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, is Wait, Rem. but that's so nice. Yeah. I feel like I've, I think for a while I was really, I felt like I was being like kind of bitchy a lot. I don't think you're being bitchy. I felt you were just like in the motions. Mm, I see you know that. What I mean? Like yes. very, like there's just a lot going on. Yeah. And even, I don't know, like I loved yesterday how we were just like driving I and had gabbing. so much fun. Same. And I was like, wait, I missed this. I feel like for a while I thought that if something, and I guess this is just like a testament to like, we all go through this at some point in our lives, but I felt like there was a lot going on that any small thing that was added, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Like with my whole life in general, I was like, this is just, too much. I even like thought about, I didn't think about quitting social media because I don't know what else I would do. <laughs> and I do love it, but it was also just like, okay, well really thinking about, and you know, I'm not a planner, not a dreamer, but I was really like, okay, well 
if I were to stop, what am I going to do? Like mm -hmm. I could see myself maybe because I felt like it was just like getting to be a lot and I was getting overwhelmed, but I do feel much better lately. Good. Thank you so much. That makes me happy. Also, I don't know what I would do without so nice. cooking with Remy. So thank God. Your episode is slamming. Oh my God, yay! It's doing so well. Oh my God. People loved it. Like Remy leaving. I can't imagine social media without Miss Remy Ashton. Without cooking with Remy. Without cooking with Remy. <laughs> You're my biggest fan. No, I'm so being nice. dead serious. Like if you were to ever quit. Okay. So did you actually have a moment thinking what you would do? Um, no, I didn't get that far to be honest. Because <laughs> oh, I really can't. What else can I do? You're like, I'm not a good babysitter. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm banned. Oh yeah, you are banned. <laughs> I would go. I don't know what I would do. I mean, I obviously like if I really did need to stop for my mental health or for my just like well being, I would really take a break. Um, and I would figure something else out, mm. but. I, I didn't get to that point, but I was more so just like starting to ponder, which I'm not a ponderer. So that's why I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Just like getting a call in two seconds and like news happens and you're like, whoa, what's going on? Like your life could be dr drastically different in one year, two years. And I think also just getting older and you know, you're in a committed relationship, like even just thinking about the future that way, it's like, it's crazy thinking, holy shit, like where am I going to be in three years? It's not that far when you're younger, three years sounds like forever like it's like oh yeah. my god that's so far yeah. like three years feels like 10 years when you're younger i and now been thinking years is about. like so quick oh yeah like that'll come by so quickly mm -hmm. i have been thinking about this a lot i hate getting older mm -hmm. because as i've gotten older i've only developed more anxiety about the people around me and their health and their well-being i mean i got older and my dog died i got older and my family member got cancer i got older and shane i'm so scared for shane to go under anesthesia and then he has to go under again i'm just like i used to be like it's fine because yeah. i feel like i was in my la la land i was like in my early 20s like it's all about me and now as i'm older i'm like becoming more aware and i feel like maturing and also just I've obviously also had a lot more years now with my family, which obviously I've always loved my family, but like as time goes on, you just grow stronger, deeper mm -hmm. relationships. Um, I mean, seeing my brother become a dad, I'm like, oh my fucking God, if anything happens to him, like what's going to happen to the baby? Like it just sucks. I can't older. imagine Ashley having a kid and like thinking that way. Yeah. You know? He texted me. He's like, he was kidding, but he's like, if anything happens to me, like this, this, this. And I was like, don't even joke. Yeah. Because I am already losing sleep over this. Yeah. And like, obviously I'm worried about getting older for myself too, because our health deteriorates and things happen, but like m more than myself, I'm so worried about the people around me. Oh my God. And it just inevitably happens because we get older and I hate it. I know, but it is weird when you used to see your parents as like superheroes who are invincible and now they just seem weak and fragile. I'm always like, text me when you're home. All like, the time. Like it's weird. I get so stressed. Even like with my mom becoming a grandma before the baby came, she started like really worrying about her health. Like she's always been, my parents are like so healthy and they're so fit and they've always really taken mm. care of themselves. But she was like extra hyper vigilant about what she's putting into her body and all these sorts of things, like making sure to, to drink enough water, just like little things obviously that just will help you hopefully live and a longer life. Not for cosmetic reasons. Yes. Cause I feel like that's especially, I would say 25 of my 30 years have all been like, oh my God, I need to drink water so I can like look good or I need to do this to do this. And it is weird getting to that point where you're like, wow, I just actually want to have a healthier life. Yeah. So even and just the thought nice, of having refreshing. a new generation like that, I feel like for my family was really crazy. We're like, oh my, like my grandma's still here. Love her so much. So we have four generations that's living, amazing. which is cool. But I'm just like, new generations are coming in you you want to live for as long as you can with them it's weird it is weird it's another high thought that i like, don't like to think about 
we gotta get high sometimes. I would love to do a high episode. Did we ever talk about let's get munching? I'm sure we did. I didn't even post it. I posted it. Let's get munching. <laughs> Alicia got really high and then absolutely ravaged through my my pantry. No, like I was a little rat. It was so. <laughs> <laughs> me and Aaron and Murph. Well, thank you so much for asking me about how I'm doing. Now I would like to ask you how you're doing, but I would like to also cut in and just say, I'm so, so sorry that your dear friend is going through a divorce. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I've literally never talked about this. I know, but I was driving over and I was hearing about it on my podcast. I was listening to you and I was like, oh. We must talk about this today. And I also still want to know how you're really doing. So would you like to start with the the funny joke or the real joke? Yeah, we can start with the funny one. Okay. Okay, but like, oh, I don't like, I'm like, I don't want to make people uncomfortable. It's not uncomfortable, but Alicia's dear friend is getting a divorce and it's all over the news. We're literally not friends. No, they're not friends. I'm just just kidding. We just, I just remember one day (laughs) seeing, I was like, Ariana Grande is dating this guy. And I was like, I think I went to high school with him. So I literally, I'm like, I'm like 99% sure I went to high school with this guy. And the next thing I know, they're like engaged. I was like, whoa, what's going on? And then. Are I, you Facebook friends? No, no, no. Damn. No, that's, no, no. that's a new Yeah, level. we're not like never said a word to each other. He was a year younger than me. But I remember the day I saw that, I was like, I need. Oh, he was a year younger than yeah, you. Yeah, he was a year oh. younger. So we like, we truly never talked. But I remember I was like, I'm about, I never go on Facebook. I was like, I'm going on Facebook because I need to see. My whole timeline was literally, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. I'm going to start get allegedly merch. That's allegedly. My, allegedly merch. Multiple people that I went to high school with literally were like, not my high school bully <gasps> dating Ariana Grande. Yeah. Allegedly that allegedly happened. That happened. Allegedly and that happened. And I remember happen. being like, damn so like this for sure is that guy bitch that's gonna get clipped on the ariana fan page hi ari no but that's why i'm like uh also i'm sure everybody knows even lana del rey knows that i am ariana's biggest (laughs) fan as she did whisper in my ear i know you're an ariana fan but i love you so (laughs) everyone was like the whole world knows that i love ariana oh no we do we love her for me we love her but that was funny i was like what is happening like this also i went to a very small private christian school like the smallest like you would never even in like a very small town is he from that town i have no idea truly i I know nothing about him but i just remember being like this is funny like he's handsome too so i feel like you would remember his face Oh, I just, I literally never said anything because I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to be that person. And I remember meeting his sister and his sister was so nice. Oh my God. She, okay, okay. Let me tell this from my perspective. We're at Coachella and we were by the bar and I walked away for some reason. And then when I turned away or came back, Alicia was talking to this stunning girl. Stunning. And I, anytime that happens, I'm like, why do you watch Every time. I'm like, you you watch me. Do you have a link? I can watch you. (laughs) And she was saying something, something, something. And I like came in halfway through and I don't know exactly what you both said, but I picked up that she was Ariana's sister-in-law and my face went, <gasps> yeah. and I was in my head, I was like, play it cool, play it cool, play it cool, play it cool. And then the conversation very quickly ended after. And then we walked away and you were like, you did really well. No, I literally was like, <laughs> I can tell you, I, like you looked like a blank face. You had your sunglasses on, but your mouth is never a straight line. It was literally like, <laughs> I was like, I could so make this weird, but I won't. Oh my gosh. Has it actually been said they're getting a divorce? Yeah. Okay. And I, apparent, know it, I, think, I think a lot of publications and her okay. team has spoken out, I'm pretty sure. Okay. And I even saw someone say that her team or someone, I don't know, so allegedly, they were like, it's crazy that people took this long to put it together. But in the Arianator Nation, which she hates 
the fandom name Arianators. Um, but we don't have another name, I don't think. Me with Mac Babies. Um, <laughs> no, Mac Babies was cute. No, I yeah. like Arianators too. They're all cute. I wonder if she hates it because there was a time where you just added Nader to every fandom. Yeah, Reminators. Yeah. Were you a Reminator? <laughs> it was Remi- but I probably just copied her. I like Remikins better. <laughs> Remikins. Pretty basic. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Within the fandom, people were putting this together a while ago, and there were blind items coming out over the past few months that he was, like, not being the best husband. Mm, allegedly. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Blind, all blind items are allegedly. So it wasn't, like, super surprising, but, oh, I heard that apparently, and it's it's very parallel to the Joe and Taylor situation. Again, this is all alleged, but apparently, allegedly, Dalton and Ariana in COVID, I mean, they got married in like 2021, I want to say 2020. And so obviously like their relationship was also very quick and they got married very quickly. And a lot of their relationship was in COVID, very similarly to Joe and Taylor, where like Taylor was in hiding and then COVID hit. And when obviously, you know, everybody's out and about again. Taylor's obviously having this massive tour and being the biggest star she's ever been. Ariana's obviously like gone filming Wicked, being absolutely huge star. And apparently both of them like weren't prepared for their level of stardom. I saw that people were saying that Dalton was like, um, not comfortable with like the security being around all the time and like not mm. aware that she'd be gone so much, which I also understand to a level, like part of me wants to be like, how do you not know? They're like the biggest stars ever, but it, similar to people that don't have kids. Like I've mm-hmm. never dated an A-list celebrity who, yeah. and I don't know what that life is truly like. So I understand to a degree, but I mean, for safety reasons, of course she's going to have security around. She has like crazy stalkers. It's just like what comes with things. it, you yeah. know? Like I would never want to tell my significant other like, hey, I need you to fully delete your social medias and never post anything about us. But also like when you're that level, you kind of have to like think about stalkers and like all that stuff. I really want her to find love. I really do. She will. Like she has. Yeah, I told Cal. <laughs> I told Cal. Sorry, this is mean. I was telling, I was like really upset about them getting divorced. And I was laying on the bed and he came in and he was like, are you okay? And I was like, there, Ariana's getting a divorce. And he's like, she'll be fine. She's Ariana Grande. I don't know about him though. <laughs> <laughs> Which if he was a bad husband, then shame on him. This is obviously a, a common thing we see with very A-list female um, celebrities. Is there someone on that level of a Taylor Swift and Ariana Grande who's actually 
in a marriage that we know of that's like I guess Beyonce but it's very obvious that like Jay-Z's cheated on her allegedly obviously there's like they have their own issues too I think it's just really hard to date anyone on that level let alone when it's the female making literally like what almost a billion dollars like hundreds of millions like I can't imagine I feel like and that's like the the go-to publicist reasoning why people break up celebrities break up it's scheduling conflicts but I and I know it sounds bullshit but the more that I think about it with being an actor with being a pop star with just being a celebrity your schedule's changing so much I'm sure you get so used to like a certain lifestyle that you have I'm like obviously COVID was very different from other things but even like um filming on location somewhere and getting used to like maybe you meet someone on set or you get to like live you live in Vancouver for so long Mm -hmm. and you get so accustomed to that and then you're dating and you're so happy but then that show's over. You book a new show, you book a new movie, you go on tour. Like it changes. And what you're so used to in that relationship dynamic that you had for so long changes. So I guess it makes sense to me to a degree. Again, we'll never experience it. I mean, I'll never experience it. Yeah. Maybe you will. And you take me on tour. She did sit next to Andrew Garfield also at Wimbledon. And I am also rooting for that because I love Andrew Garfield. Okay. I just saw a quote about Andrew Garfield literally this morning that broke my heart. It was talking about his, I want to say it was his grandma passing away. Oh, his mom. Or his mom passing away. And he was like, I want to keep the grief I feel every day because that's just things that I never said to her. And I don't want to like, let go. Like literally it broke me. I was getting my glam done and I was like, don't cry. Don't cry. I was like, wait, that's so sad but it's so deep and so true like the grief you have is like stuff that you're like sorry this is such an interesting episode well did you have you ever seen that clip when emma stone won yeah. he's in the front row. yes they did that to oh us they purpose. knew they, they knew he's so sweet and i i also love him with um amelia the chicken chicken watch girl the uh interviewer you gotta watch it. Chicken it's, watch yeah she's like uh is that what it's called chicken show something like that okay. i'm so sorry but it's like an interview show and she's so quick-witted and dry and hilarious and like they have good chemistry um that bobby girl who interviewed drake oh my god obsessed with her too. i want her on the podcast i think i would cry because i, I would like i i don't have that humor but she's so funny no i think truly it would just be so dry like it would i don't even know if it would be a good episode because we'd just be laughing i'd be like Haha. and then she wouldn't laugh and i'd be like Haha, no seriously and she's then i'd be so like oh like, no she's so good i don't know how she keeps the face for so long i could tell with the drake one you could tell she was like starting to break a little bit so she'd like bite her lip or something but she did such a good job I the love, non-stop comment the non-stop, I was gonna say. he's like you know she's like i don't she's like we don't we're not always talking about your music also drake wouldn't probably know what a fucking non-stop commercial flight even is <laughs> I mean, he has to, he like, yes, he's a rich rapper now, but at one point he was just a small Canadian actor on Degrassi. Exactly. Okay. Wait, let's end with who do you want Ariana to date next? Do you have someone else at your high school? Maybe? <laughs> no, <laughs> no one there. She clearly has a type. I, you think? I, I think, think it's, so. no, it's all over the board. Mac, yeah. Mac, Big Sean. Big Sean. Um, one of those Janoskian boys. I know I've said this at one point, but I was at the show when Bieber came out on her, was it the Moonlight Tour? Oh my God, when he was like all over I her. Was she was like, and I was there and I was like, what's oh, going on? I was there and I remember being like, oh my God, what is happening? <laughs> um, I don't know. Who could you see her with? I, you know what? I could see her with Timothy Chalamet, but obviously he's with Kylie. So maybe not. Speaking of Kylie. Her and Jordan were just spotted together. I saw that as well. I liked how, what was Jordan's next caption though? 
It was good. Oh. It was like God's timing or something <gasps> like that. I was like, T, but she's thriving. I can't she's believe they're, I mean, obviously also they like, obviously hung out behind the scenes for who knows how long up until then. They're not going to make their first meeting ever again. Also, it doesn't mean that they're best friends. Like the press is making it seem like, oh my God, they're reunited. Like everything's good again. And I'm like, no, they just literally went to dinner. Yes. But also when they were, they were like sisters. So I feel like when you meet up again, you just kind of fall back into that. Like I had a best friend from college who I didn't see for like four years and we hung out and I was nervous the first time we were going to hang out again. And it was the most normal thing ever. Wasn't it Kendall who had dated Travis before? Travis Scott? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. But you know what really perplexes me? Huh. Travis Barker used to be obsessed with Kim. Yes. And wrote about her in his book? That's Wait. weird. Oh, supposedly, aka allegedly, Kendall dated Travis first before Kylie. According <gasps> to a TikTok video, Kendall was on and off with Travis in 2016. Whoa, didn't know that. Also, again, allegedly, we don't know shit. Allegedly. <laughs> the t- the theme of this episode is we don't know shit. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, we don't know shit. Allegedly, we don't know shit. Going back to Jordan, though, I was just like, damn, I feel like they really, like, did her dirty. But- Yes. Oh, I think they handled that. So I think they've handled a lot of things poorly. I understand obviously being upset with her, but I just didn't understand not matching energy with Tristan because as we know, Tristan is sometimes I'll just like be alone and I, he randomly pops in my head and I'm like, he is the worst person to ever exist. And then it sucks to one of the, because again, I don't know what it's like to have a child with someone where you're like, but for my kids' sake, I want them to have a relationship with their dad. But, but yeah. two things can be true at once. Yes. True. But you know what? I've actually been saying that to myself lately. I'm like, there can be two truths. Like, no, he can like fuck up a lot and be and cause a lot of hurt to a lot of people. And you could also still want him to be a good fatherly figure to your kids. Like I, I get know. that. But I just didn't understand like why they being put so Jordan mean to as her. like the face of it all. Yeah, and, and like, like whatever. She obviously fucked up but she was also like what 21 she just seems like she's doing great now she also came out the clothing brand i don't know what it's called they're cute cute. i like them yeah yeah i i I saw that chloe did you know she like posts she's like so she's so home goods she posts like little like (laughs) graphics a lot yeah Yeah. and so she posted a few yesterday saying it essentially was like you you can forgive people wow t imagine like she's back in the crew That'd be really crazy. I hope that's her decision. Like, you know what I mean? Well, also there's a world I'm sure where Kylie can be friends with her and she doesn't, she doesn't come, come around like Chloe or anybody. Yeah. Yeah. They are very interesting though. I think this, all this news came out like yesterday or something. And I was like, wow, it's been a minute since a whole bunch of news like drops, like pop culture stuff. Yes. Sophia. Well, yes, Sophia. But I, you know what I just thought? I just had a, an epiphany. You know how people are saying the Kardashians are in their flop era? Yeah. Do you think that this was orchestrated to bring them out of their flop era? Honestly. And they look like nicer people. They look like forgiving people. Yeah. Prediction? Prediction. Prediction. Was it filmed? No. Prediction. Prediction. Well, she'll be in the next season. Kim's going to be seen at eras. No. No. Taylor would literally be like, this is my band list. It's these people. Oh. I can't I can't even imagine that. But maybe North will be there. This North whole, loves Taylor. So, so is Penelope. Oh my God. I just can't imagine that. Someone from the Kardashian clan will be seen at Eras Tour. On the LA shows? Yes. Oh my God. Tea. I'm calling that now. I can't I can't oh my God. I think they're on their like Hey girl, Let's look forgiving like tour. I don't know. Well, not that they need to be, they should not be forgiven for the Taylor thing. That was like really bad. But how are you really? Oh my God. Honestly, good. 
I've, I've been in my stay at home era. Welcome. The past few weeks I haven't gone out once and I've been loving it. I've been also redoing my house. So I think I've just been excited to like, it feels like nesting. I was just going to say you're nesting. <laughs> yeah. Like no kid, but I'm just doing the nesting part. And it's been so nice. I've been to the farmer's market recently. Um, it's just, it's nice. I feel like also post-traveling, I've just really been focusing on like getting tight and toned again and just getting sleep, filming. Oh my God, I'm actually ahead on my videos. <gasps> Insane. I feel like you you feel so inspired and like, I just feel like you're getting shit done lately. I, I know. So it's been good. I also think it it's nice too, because for whatever reason this summer, everyone's traveling and it feels like I'm not missing out on like events. I yeah. totally agree. I feel like everyone's every week someone else is gone yes so i feel like less things are happening yes. because of that so yeah no i think that's great also after traveling especially as much as you did i'm sure just being home Bitch, you were just in new york <laughs> i was in new york but i feel like you traveled like long trips back to back to yeah, back so. and so i'm sure just being home so i mean i agree being home is so nice yeah so honestly i feel like things have been really good good i'm so proud and do you feel like your spark is back with youtube and things yeah i i don't it's so weird because I literally was on this crouch, like crying, being like, oh my God, is this what I, I have the same thing? Is this what I want to do? Like, how long can I do this? Is it, is this done for me? And my gut was like, no, you're just like, go through it, whatever. And it, again, it's so easier now looking back being like, oh no, I was just down bad and needed to be re-inspired. And now I, I feel re-inspired again, which Good. is exciting. You said something that really stuck with me on Victoria's podcast yesterday, where you were talking about the idea of needing to recharge mm -hmm. and how obviously we've been doing this for so long. And I, it really stuck with me because I don't think in that way. And I should, where I feel like, um, I've never really taken a break during the time that I've been posting. Like maybe the most would be like a few weeks because of like a video went wrong or something mm -hmm. like three weeks. Tops, yeah. You're say. always present. I'm always posting, but I'm not always like super jazzed to post. Cause mm -hmm. sometimes I like really love the ideas. And sometimes I'm like, okay, I just need to get a video out. Like it's been like three weeks. Like I really, I feel like I'm slacking. I should get a video out. But I liked what you said about like, take some time. If you're not loving what you're posting, take a step back, recharge and come back excited to post something. And I feel like I'm just still so stuck in that mindset of like when we started YouTube of everyone uploads weekly, you have an upload day, you have to upload on this day or not even just the day, but like you have to get a video up weekly. Mm -hmm. And so it's been hard for me to shake that idea, but I liked what you said a lot. And I oh feel like God, it's, I'm going to try and apply that. I think you're serious. Even if it's a two week break, cause let's be real. One week break does nothing. Cause you still need a video for that next week. Like mm -hmm. it two or three week break. It sounds scary. It's not and actually have a break like be off socials live your life like go on date nights with cal or whatever and i think it'll it's so much easier than you think because then it's going to come to you and you're gonna be like oh my god i really want to share this or i've learned this recently and i want to help people understand this and i even think that's helped with pretty basic a lot where we we're like you know what let's try not to talk about it outside of the studio so that way when we come we're like pumped about it yeah i think honestly like you would love it's just your main channel it doesn't have to be your vlog channel yeah and i think it's so funny because the main channel causes me the most stress mm -hmm. but it's the thing i post the least on and it's a thing I've been doing the longest amount of time. It's like seen so many different renaissances over yeah. the years too. But yeah, I think it, it really like stuck with me. And I feel like watching you also take a break and like seeing your, your drive and your spark and your passion has reinvigorated me. Oh my God. I love that. That means so much. No, truly. I'm, I'm so like excited for you. People. Thanks, Ben. I'm so excited for you. What kind of content are you making? 
Um, yesterday I just filmed another one. I started a new series, which honestly highly recommend Fun. it. Mm. Um, it's basically, I don't know what it's going to be called yet, but I keep saying, what would Alicia's solo pod be called as the title? Cute. So I just like, I'm just in my room. I posted one already, but just talk like, it's kind of filmed like this style. And um, yesterday I talked all about social anxiety and dating. And it was so weird because this podcast has helped me film so much easier because it's so easy to want to be like, hey guys, did it. And I was like, oh my God, hey, we're recording, like talking like this and just mm -hmm. real. And it was crazy because I've always felt like a main channel video needs to be so elaborate and amazing and produced and da da da. And then it was funny because that video not only views wise did better, but the response and the quality of the comments were so good compared to like the room makeover I did the next week. And I was just like, damn, people just want a connection. Like it doesn't have to be how it used to be like yeah. and it can be easier but to us we're like this is just a sit down video it's boring but yeah. it's, it's it's actually not the case I love that I like I'm I go in ebbs and flows with my love for YouTube I always love YouTube but like what I'm watching changes and right now and for the past like year or so I've been so into just like long vlogs if it's like 30 45 minutes mm -hmm. I'm like because yes. you can put it on and you can do other things listen and, and like yeah and walk around and get things done and I feel like that is what people are really looking mm -hmm. for now especially like for me I love TikTok but I get so overstimulated by it now I feel it stresses me out and I heard someone say while wow, we're talking so much I heard someone say this about the difference between YouTube and TikTok is if I'm on TikTok for an hour, I feel drained. If I'm on yeah. YouTube for an hour, I feel inspired. Yeah. And I was like, I think truly that's why I still think YouTube is the best platform, especially for being an influencer or growing or having community because the whole point is to inspire people. Like when I'm on TikTok, like, yeah, I learn things. I forget about them and then it doesn't help my ADHD. And then the next thing I know, I'm like feeling depleted. Yeah. Um, where if I watch Cooking with Remy or something, I'm like, oh my God, maybe I'll make something today. Or like, I'm going to go to the grocery store. Like, so I think that's the, I, I agree with that. I think that's the difference between the two. It's so true. Sometimes I wake up in the morning and you know, when you just wake up already, you're just really tired or you already feel like, oh my God, it's been a day and I just woke up. Um, I mean, to be honest, the first thing I do when I wake up is I check my phone and then I, once I get through messages, I'll start watching TikTok and I'll just like have it going while I'm brushing my teeth or whatever. But the, I've been very in tune lately with like when I wake up feeling depleted, if I start watching TikTok, mm -hmm it will give me an anxiety attack. Like a true, like, oh my God, I can't well, breathe right now. It puts you in a reactive state. Mm -hmm. Like you shouldn't check your messages on your DMs, your messages. And before you open things, get anxiety. And what doesn't help is when you are still, it's, it's a proven thing. And I would love to get someone on here who actually knows about it more, but like those first few hours before and after bed, not being on your phone and actually making conscious de decisions for yourself and being proactive versus reactive like the imagine the first, right after you know you wake up and you see someone post a hot ass bikini pic and then you start tearing yourself apart like that's the the absolute worst way to start a day you know what I mean mm -hmm. or like just being on edge and I feel the exact same way when I just like sit and scroll and even last week I did a whole like morning routine where I wasn't on my phone till like 1 p.m because I was like I am so disgusted with myself with how much I've been on my phone and I've wasted time and energy and just so much and it's like bothering me now yeah. because I'm like yeah it's it's it keeps my attention for two seconds but then I'm just like why am I still scrolling if someone texts me and I don't reply within 10 minutes even less than that like two minutes I feel so badly and it stresses me out. I feel like I always have to like be checking all my DMs and replying to all those or checking my texts, making sure I have no 
unread emails. I'm making sure I'm always like answering everything. And it obviously causes me more stress. But on the flip side, if I send a text to anybody and they don't reply for like three hours, I'm like, oh, no worries. This exactly. Fine. So I'm like, I need to start applying that to my workflow or my just like t- Even, communication style. I think last thing and then we'll end this because it's such a long episode, but um even instead of feeling like it has to be all or nothing, like instead of being doing a whole day without social media or not going on your socials for, you know, whatever, um, just a morning be like, okay, after I brush my teeth or like after I have my coffee after lunch, then I'll go on it. Or after I I go go for a walk. And I think that makes it easier for me because obviously I'd love to be like, I went a whole day without it, but that's just so not realistic. And even two hours. Oh my God. My favorite feeling ever is when I'm home and then I'm like, wait, where's my phone? Oh my God. I haven't been on it for a few hours. And it's like still in my purse from when I came home from wherever I get so excited yeah, and that's I'm so I'm, I'm proud of myself yeah. so point being baby steps even just an hour baby steps yeah I think the few times in my life where I've woken up and not check my phone until I've had my coffee that's like full wake up shower brush my teeth See your make dog, breakfast your dogs, yeah. pet my dogs have my coffee then I look I have such a peaceful start to my day versus waking up and just being immediately flooded with overstimulation. Mm-hmm. What helps me too is knowing, oh, the same amount of DMs, the same amount of likes, the same amount of everything is still going to be there when I check it. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> me, it's like when I leave my phone for six hours, I'm like, I have so many messages and no, then I have none. Oh no, mine's always from my mom. But I always feel peaceful. <laughs> yeah. I'm always like, wow, like I don't need to freak yeah. out like that, which is true. And I'm going to remind myself of that more frequently. <sighs> same. On that perfect note thank you guys so much for watching this episode i hope you enjoyed it um and if you're not following us on youtube don't forget to subscribe because why would you not want to watch this on youtube agreed you could see my slick back bun no your hair i like your hair back thank you so much your hair looks sexy when it's pushed (laughs) back ew chuggy love you guys bye live laugh love live laugh